Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Heart Picker Podcast. I'm your host, Lara, and this is the first episode of season two. So, why don't we give a new definition or a refreshed, renewed definition of what this podcast is about, especially for new listeners who may not have heard season one. I forgive you if you didn't. It's fine. It's okay. Basically, it's my own personal journey through spirituality, through uh, lots of self-development and self-growth topics. I am still learning. I am still in my own process of self-growth. And, well, let's just say I'm still on that path and I am no wiser than you are. And this is just a space where I can offer my own journey with you, where through my own experience and my own journey, you could probably or hopefully learn some lessons of your own or gain insight for your own life. And this podcast started because I was basically... Tired of not being able to connect with people because most people don't want to be vulnerable and don't want to share their experiences. And I found that I grew and learned so much from other people's experiences. So I decided that I was going to live life sharing my experiences with you, whoever you are listening to this very episode. So... Last season, we looked at 10 different people, 10 different stories in both English and Spanish. So five in Spanish and five in English. And at the start of each episode, I shared a little bit about what was going on in my life. Now, what I will be doing this new season is I will be dividing these episodes. So you will get, yes, not one, but two episodes per week. (laughs) Ha ha! And the solo episode will be in English and Spanish because I will be, of course, um, basically repeating myself in both languages. <laughs> anyway, so the English week and the Spanish week will stay the same and the topics will stay the same. This time, basically, I realized that this podcast is my very own space to attack the curiosities that I have and the doubts that I have and the questions that I have and you know hopefully you can relate as well and and have some questions answered or have more questions questions made that will help enrich your life because so I've learned uh, life is not about answering questions sometimes life is about making more questions and more and more and more okay let's begin so basically today I want to talk about, I want to offer you some, something I shared on my blog a few weeks ago, and that is the three things I do when I am feeling yucky. Let's define what yucky means. Um, yucky could mean feeling sad, frustrated, depressed, anxious, and all the yucky feelings, <laughs> even angry. I noticed in my own cycles that I get sad at least once a month. Sad, not motivated, and, and I just feel lost and confused and and stuck maybe. And it, this is normal for women 
because it could have a lot to do with our hormones and our menstrual cycle, but that's a whole different episode. I have, I've talked to a lot of my friends and I've noticed that men feel this too. It's impossible not to feel this every certain period of time. And you know, some people just feel it more often than others. Some people feel it every few months or every few weeks, every few days. I, I've noticed I feel it about once a month, but it can come in, you know, higher levels, lower levels. Sometimes I know exactly what's going on. Other times I don't. The last couple of months, I have been feeling it strongly. And it has a lot to do with just things going on in my own personal life. And I've been resolving it and I've been feeling better now. But there have been days where I felt sad for no reason, no obvious reason, where I've just been in a mood, in a sad mood. And I've had these urges to just cry, to want to cry. Like I'll be cooking and all of a sudden I have a need to cry. Nothing happened particularly. Nothing's going on. I just want to fucking cry. And you know what? I've learned to accept that this is a-okay and that sometimes I need to give myself some space to do that to just fucking go to my room lock myself and cry and even let people know in my house if I need to hey guys I'm just gonna go to my room and cry now be right back (laughs) no but okay so what I've noticed is there are three specific things that have made me feel better and there's a few extras that I'll mention by the end um I've mentioned it in the blog post but I want to share it on the podcast for those of you who aren't blog readers and you know blogging is a dying art so Here it goes. Number one, I first take the time to write everything out. I journal it out. I I just write what I'm feeling. Journaling has helped me get through a bunch of shit. And okay, so it doesn't happen instantaneously. It's not like I write what I'm feeling on the page and all of a sudden I feel better. It takes some time, but just Getting it out of my system, out of my head and onto a page helps me see what I'm feeling more clearly. It helps me identify the emotions that I'm feeling and it helps me get it out of my head. I mean, it's no longer, the, the thoughts are no longer circling around in my head, not letting me focus on whatever I'm doing. It's now I'm writing it down. So, You know, there's a certain physical thing about putting it on a page and then reading it and seeing it. And it's it's kind of like the same effect as talking it out with a friend or a therapist if you have one. Not all people have a need or or can even afford a therapist. And not all people can count on friends to talk about what they're feeling consistently. Now, here's the thing about journaling versus talking to your friends or family. Yes, it helps to tell your friends how you're feeling. I have lots of friends that I call when I'm feeling down to tell them how I'm feeling. But it's important to not become that friend who calls your friend, you know, calls them, calls you every time they're feeling bad. Sometimes your friends won't know what to say to make you feel better, won't have the answers you're looking for, and you'll be left feeling kind of icky-er, you know, or misunderstood or like, ugh. Sometimes you'll feel great, but I try to take responsibility over the energy that I am bringing out to my friends sometimes. And 
sometimes I have to ask myself, am I just venting to my friend all the time about every, every bad thing I'm feeling? Or is this something that I need to be responsible for on my own, in my own time? And then, you know, once you deal with your feelings by yourself first, you may even be able to tell your friend how you're feeling, but in a healthier way because you're dealing with it already by taking the steps I'm telling you about. <laughs> anyway, that's my first step, journaling. Number two, I then meditate after it's all out and onto the page and I've identified my emotions. I meditate. Lately, I have been having a hard time meditating and usually, you know, when you're feeling sad, frustrated, upset, whatever, it's harder to meditate. You don't want to do it. You don't feel like doing it and and you can't even focus or concentrate because your thoughts all over all, are all over the place. So I've been doing two things to support my meditation practice. One, sometimes I'll just do, I'll click binaural beats on YouTube and the sounds help me connect and let go and focus and relax better. But there was one day where I did something new, two days actually. One is I actually looked up meditation for sadness on YouTube and I found a great meditation. You know, with guided meditations, sometimes you'll come across ones that aren't so good some that you'll love it's kind of a it's a risk but you know it's a little clutch that you need when when you're not feeling it and usually when you're feeling negative you're not feeling like meditating so it's not like it's going to get any worse um I did this meditation and this person really helped me whoever this voice was on YouTube um I'll, I'll put the link on the on my caption actually so you can do the meditation if you're interested but I it really helped it really helped me release the sadness it helped whatever that person was saying you know let your sadness come through you don't judge it don't analyze it it it, just let it be that really helped me especially when you're feeling sad for no reason which sometimes happens you can get into a mood for no reason and we tend to want to distract ourselves and want to go do something else and sometimes running away from that negative feeling is not going to help us you know, it's so easy to go, go I'm going to go out, see my friends, go out drinking, I'm going to watch a movie, whatever it is, go for a walk. Sometimes it'll help, but other times you really just need to face the sadness and feel it out and let it come through you or else it'll repress itself in your body and c- keep coming back um, and in deeper ways or cause you to be sick, whatever. Sometimes I think it's good to respect these feelings and feel them out. So that's the second thing I do. And the third thing is then I, okay, this will be tough for you, for those of you who haven't done something like this, but it's called, I I like to call it pray slash manifest. Um, Basically, I talk to whatever the higher, my higher self or God or the universe, whatever you want to call it. But I do talk to something that's beyond me. Um, lately I've used Phyllis, you may remember her from episode one, as my spirit guide. She is now in the fourth dimension. She's passed away and I really like to connect to her when I, especially when I'm feeling distressed. And I did another meditation, which I will put down below in the caption called, it's like connect with your spirit guides or something. And I felt like I reached her through that meditation. And I want to, I slept like a baby that night. Um, 
so I'll, I'll do this where I kind of reach out to my spirit guides or angels or, you know, every person has their own. You got to go with whatever you feel is right for you, whether it's someone who passed away and you want to connect with, whether it's angels, God, the universe. Um, even if you don't believe, it sort of helps to kind of put out there what you want, whether it's I, I want affirmations can be a prayer even I'm in, I am happy now. I, I want to be happy or I release the sadness. Um, it could be a mantra maybe. Or it, could, it could be, yeah, you, you can write it down. You can say it out loud. You can just speak. Um, you can just say, tell the universe you're ready now to connect. You're ready to release the sadness, let go. Or or to envision what you want, Um or ask the question that you're you're asking, whatever it is. You, you can even do t- a bit of tarot. Um, I think it really helps when you, instead of trying to analyze your sadness and find answers and solutions, if you sort of surrender to the universe and hand your sadness out and um, ask what, you, what you'd like and be grateful. I am grateful that I can feel sadness and it means I'm alive. I am grateful that I have this privilege to sit down and, and meditate and, and write in my journal. Um, or I, I'd like to know what the sadness is or means. It can be confusing and hard when you don't know why you're feeling sad, which is something that happens to me a lot. But I tend to say something and, and this something will come in the moment for you, especially after you're you meditate and you've come out of a very relaxed state, something will come to you, some intuition or intuitive message or or you'll just feel nice and released and relaxed and, and, and that sadness won't have as much power over you. Even if it's just saying thank you and thinking of three things you're grateful for and actually voicing them and saying thank you because whatever, anything you're grateful for and it can be the simplest thing um when I did this I was feeling sad and I was in a moment where I had lost my job and I was pretty pretty distressed about what was going to happen with my life and where I was going to go and what I should do and should I go back to school should I finish my degree all these questions so I basically said thank you because I am at home at least and I don't have to worry about a rent to pay. So I I had to go back to the gratitudes, the small gratitudes that I'm probably not looking at because I'm so focused on the negative part of my life. Um, I was thankful for the savings I have in my account that have me standing on my feet right now. I was thankful for my mom's support and my brother's presence in in the house to, you know, make me laugh. I was supportive for the friends I have that I can talk to. Um, and and just focusing on what I was grateful for helped me a lot. I give my own prayers. I, I set out intentions for what I want in my life, for the answers I am seeking. And then I, I sort of just ask the universe. I surrender myself and I ask the universe, okay, I, I release the sadness, the sadness, I'm releasing it. I am surrendering it to you. I am ready to connect. And I set out my intentions. I, you know, it's hard for me to explain this step because it comes out naturally and it's different every time and I don't plan it. It just, whatever comes out, comes out. But I do like to say manifest prayer because 
I am setting out the intention of something I want, whether it's I want to know if I should go back to school, I'm ready to receive answers, I am, I am happy, I am well, I, uh, I am abundant, I'm so grateful for this, this and that. Just, just voicing this and thinking about these things, shift your energy, shift your mind state, mind, your state of mind. And I kid you not, um, the moment I connect with my spirit guides and I ask them a question, I will receive signs the following week if I keep my eyes open. Um, what happened to me recently that I'll share is I asked the universe, should I go back to school? And the very next day I found programs, diplomas that I had not found before. I'd been Googling for different programs that I wanted to go back to school for. And this time I found something that I, I that ma- it makes no sense why I didn't find it before. And I, I give credit to my prayer. I really do. Because even if it's a placebo effect and it opens me up to seeing options because I've set that on, that intention out, hey, it worked and that's what matters. I swear after I did those three things, I went out of my room. I went back to what I was doing, which was cooking. Yes, I had to stop my cooking in order to do these three things because I was feeling so upset and 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 I cried in as part of those three steps as well. If I felt a need to cry, I just cry and it really helped. I felt a lot better. Um, I just helped. I just felt better. Anyway, I decided that I wanted to share those three steps with you because I saw results in how I felt. And sometimes they're not really quick. They're not sudden. And the extras that I do that I have done before, if those three things don't work yet, is and usually by the way sometimes you'll just feel better the next day sometimes it's not that very day maybe you'll go to bed still feeling sad after you did those three things but I swear the next day you'll feel refreshed because you let you gave space and you respected those emotions and you put you shifted them by praying and manifesting and writing what you do want in your life So you've done two things. You've accepted their emotions. You've let them come through your body. You've cried if you needed to cry. And then you've let them go. Rather than sulk and vent, which is something that happens when you talk to your friends too often, is, well, this is what happens to me, is if I repeat what I'm feeling all the time, oh, I've been feeling sad, I've been feeling sad, I've been feeling sad, then it's like I'm never going to decide to get out of that sadness. I'm sort of defining and having my cells in my body, memorize that feeling. Um, Your body does get used to certain feeling a certain way. And when you repeat it and you think it all the time, I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling sad, I'm feeling sad. You, it's going to be harder for you to get out of that sadness. You're identifying with it. You're having your body listen to it. You're having your body get used to feeling it. And that's what happens to a lot of people. And I don't know about you, but I've met a ton of people who I can tell just by the way they speak and the way they share their emotions that they have become used to feeling a certain way when it's negative and they like it and they want to talk about it all the time. Don't be that person. You know, you do have a lot more control than you think. A few extras that I do, I will sometimes do something external that'll make me feel better, like going out in the sun reading out there in the sun, listening to a podcast, going for a walk as I listen to a podcast, being with nature always helps. Um, And taking time to myself. Sometimes 
I just call a friend and I do feel a lot better. Sometimes I order something that I really love to eat and I eat it with no guilt while I watch something. Sometimes I write. Um, sometimes I dance. <laughs> I can't think of any of the other extras. But I wanted to share those three steps because those are the most simple ones that I, I will do. And I do them almost every day as a part of like a routine. But they really, 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 really help when I'm feeling my lowest. So that's my tip for you. I hope this works for you. Let me know how it goes. You can always contact me through email, through my Instagram. I love hearing your feedback. So that's all for today. Welcome to season two of the Heartpicker podcast. I hope you enjoy this ride with me and I will see you in the next one. Bye.